You are now listening to the Online Course Podcast, the place where online course creators come to learn how to sell more of their online courses. Here's your host, Jono Petrohilos. Okay, hello everybody. Welcome to the Course Creator Community Podcast. I am super excited because we've got a very special guest on this week speaking about a very important topic, which is productivity and time management and essentially being less busy. And the reason why I love that is you go all over social media and everything's like, hey, I'll help you be busier. You know, I'll help you get more clients. I'll help you get more work. And look, there's an element of that, which is obviously important. Uh, but I'm a big fan of working smarter as opposed to, to just working longer. So I'm, and I believe, I, I recommend all our listeners should think the same as well. So I'm super excited to introduce the one and only Ms. Jen 38 from Life After Busy. Jen, how are you? I'm doing great, Donna. How are you? Yes, I'm awesome. Uh, Jennifer, do you prefer Jen or Jennifer? I, I'm either one. No Jenny. No Jenny from the block. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Jen, I like to start all my podcasts off with a quote or mantra that inspires you or fires you up. Have you got one you could use for us? I have one for you, yes. My quote is, yesterday is gone. Tomorrow has not yet come. We only have today. Let's begin. Ooh, I love it. And what does that mean to you, Jen? That's a Mother, a Mother Teresa quote, actually. So that means to me, you have to live in the moment. Mm. You have to focus on the now because that's all we really have. Um, you know, anxiety is where we find yesterday. Worry, we can't worry about tomorrow. There's only so much you can control. So I love that quote. Yes, I'm a huge fan of that one myself. And just before we go any further, anyone listening, watching this, uh, Jen's quite active on Instagram. I recommend going over and following her on Instagram. Uh, it's a bit of a complicated name, so I'll just put the links down in the show notes. Maybe the, the easiest to do it. Um, and then she's also got a little bit of a freebie as well for anyone listening. I'll put that link um, down in the show notes. But what I was hoping, hoping to start with, Jen, is just tell us a little bit about yourself to start with. We don't have to go into the full story yet, but in a nutshell, nutshell. What is it you do? Who do you help? How do you do it? Absolutely. I, my journey started actually as a writer. Um, so that is who I am at, in my core. Um, but I now work as a productivity coach, specifically helping mompreneurs and any other female creatives um, harness their time to make time for what matters the most using time-tested productivity skills and time management skills. Yes, love that because it's um I don't know if it's just society or or the people I hang around with like it's it can often be thought good to work a lot you know and good to be busy right. you know oh you, you go to the shops or whatever and you're like hey how are you versus like oh flat out I'm so busy it's almost like a badge of honor right I think exactly. the opposite you know I want to be like hey I, I still want to be productive don't get me wrong I don't just want to sit down and you know be a lazy person um I want to get as much done but if there's a way I can do it in less time why would I not right. So, right. yeah, so I was, I was curious, Jen, how did you get into this? Where did it all start? So the story kind of starts back where, like I said, I was a writer, Jono. And so I, my kids had grown old enough where they were in elementary school age. So I had a few hours at home alone where I wanted to do something for me. And I began writing. And about the same time, my mom was going through a battle with cancer. Um, she had had a non-Hodgkin's lymphoma in her leg um, that we thought she was cancer-free. About five years later, right about this time when I had gone back to work, 
it showed up again, what I initially thought was a tumor. Um, and it turned out it was a, um, or we initially thought it was a stroke and turned out it was brain cancer. It was tumor. There were five tumors in her brain. So we lost her fairly quickly. Um, she was only 67 years old. And at the moment, I, I was really in it with her. I kind of had to put everything else aside and just take, I didn't know how much time I had left with her. And I live only 10 minutes away from the house I grew up in. So my family is super important to me. And I wanted to spend every moment I had with her. And at her celebration of life, I got up and took the stage and I was just overwhelmed by the number of people that were in that room. There were standing room only over 350 people in the room and parts of her life that I never really even knew existed, even though I thought I knew her better than anybody else. So that gave me the inspiration. I've always been a nerd when it's come to productivity and time management. I read those books like candy. I, I have so many of them on my shelf, but I thought it was time to finally put into practice teaching those skills to others. So they didn't, especially mothers, they tend to put themselves last and take care of everybody else. So, and everybody's brain works differently, Jono. So a a time management skill that may work for me might Mm. not be the best fit for you. So I really wanted to teach those skills to other women so they didn't continue to put their lives on the back burner. So they made time for their family. They made time to pursue a career of their dreams. They made time to spend with their significant other, their friends, whatever hobby, to have a full life. And there's a way to create balance. I know there's oftentimes people say balance is a myth. And it's not. You can create balance, but you have to have some structure there. So one thing I like to do with my clients is there's a productivity assessment tool that the Harvard Business Review has up on their website. I actually can send you that link as well. And it categorizes people into um, prioritizer, planner, arranger, or visualizer. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Can you say those again? I'm going to write them down. What was it? Yeah. A prioritizer. Yeah. A planner an arranger or a visualizer. Okay. And probably right away you have a hunch on what category you you would fall into, do you? I'm having I, I'm I'm trying to have a think now. I'm trying to listen and write and think. Let me have yeah. a bit of a look. Let, let me see. So a prioritizer, okay, I'm guessing that's when you've you've got a list of goals and you're like, all right, I need to do this one first and I'm only going to do this second one once I do this one here. The planner, I'm guessing you sort of be like, all right, I've got to get all of these done. Let me you know, how can I plan all these in my day so I get all of them done? The arranger, I'm not too sure. That one's harder. Yeah. Yeah. What's the arranger? Oh, the arranger have- is someone that works better in groups that, that oh. kind of gets their motivation and inspiration from, from working in others, likes, likes to bring others in, likes to collaborate. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. That's not me. That's probably why I didn't get that one. I'm like, yeah. (laughs) And then the visualizer, I'm guessing you're more just instead of writing it down and planning, you, you do it in your head. Would that? It's kind of actually almost the opposite. It's somebody that likes to draw out, say like, do you have a big whiteboard in your office where you're sketching out a lot of ideas? You're kind of a big picture thinker. You're not down in the nitty gritty details. You can see the big picture. Yep. 
Okay, awesome. And the prioritizer and the planner, was I right on those or? Pretty close. So the prioritizer is more of an analytical thinker. So numbers, likes really clean, data-driven sort of decisions. Mm. And a planner is, is more of a logistical person. So they're very into time blocking, um, checking mm. things off of a list. Not so much a big picture thinker, more of a, this is what I need to get, need to do to get there. Gotcha. Let's take a quick break. When it comes to influencer marketing, there's a podcast that covers it all that you will want to add to your playlist. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. They talk about influencer marketing, social media, the creator economy, social commerce, and much, much more. They cover all aspects, including the creator economy, social commerce, the latest trends, the metaverse, TikTok trends, and that's just the beginning. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. Add the podcast to your playlist right now. Okay, I'm with you. So that makes sense. And most people are one of four, or do we try and so this, everything? Or yeah, some pe- most people. Well, if you take this assessment test, you'll fall into one of these four categories. Okay, but the caution is, like any other, you know, personality yeah. assessment, you're gonna have some. You don't fall just into one category, right? So that's truly what I work to do with people because some people think, you know, I was taught to use a planner in junior high school Mm. and that's all I've ever done to to manage my day. Well, there's a million tools and apps and so many different productivity and time management theories out there that you Mm. can be using that you don't even know about. And maybe it just doesn't work with the way your brain works. Mm. So you have to find the right tools. It's kind of the, the foundation of, of making the most of your time. So you make sure that you're not wasting time, you know, if writing on a whiteboard, if that's not really a style that works for you. Got it. Now, Does that make is, sense? Yes, I think so. I've got a question here. Now, yeah. is out of those four, is there any that are like preferred? Is it like, hey, if you're these people here, you usually get more done? Or is it more just like, hey, find out which one you are and work to your strengths. I think it's find out who you are and work to your strengths because an arranger, you know, someone that likes to have lots of people around tends to, you know, have an open door policy, people coming and going. You might think that person wastes more time, but they probably have better relationships. So if you want to get into, you know, Uh, collaborate with someone that's the person you want to talk to so it it truly depends on what the the goal is so I I don't think there's any one bad style it's Mm. just maximizing your strengths and coming up with solutions to to work with your weaknesses gotcha because I guess the the other side to that is you know say someone is an arranger and you say to them hey sit down in a room on your own with this board for an hour and plan something, their mind's going to wander. They're going to go on their phone, you know? So I I like how you brought that there with the strengths. So, all right, let's get to some, um, some tips, Jennifer, but maybe even before we get to that, maybe the problems, what are the, the common sort of problems you see? Let's say your, your, your perfect ICA comes to you. They're like, Jennifer, I'm just so busy. I'm not getting so much. I'm not getting enough done. There's not enough hours in the day, yada, yada, yada. What are the common problems or, or I guess mindset issues that person has? And then what are some tips you can get? So if someone's listening to this and they're like, oh, that's me exactly. You know, what can I do to right. get over that? What, what can you tell us there? So I think the first we kind of touched on a little bit, right, is they're just not using the right tools and they might yeah. not even know it. 
Um, The next one is procrastination. Mm. Everyone deals with that. Um, It's knowing that you need to do something, but not wanting to do it at the right time, right? Mm -hmm. That's procrastination. And and everybody procrastinates. I'm a productivity nerd and I procrastinate, but it's coming up with um, the right hacks. So one thing that that's good for that, again, is to know yourself Mm -hmm. and know your distractions Mm -hmm. and design your environment to minimize those as much as possible. So turning off your phone, setting up a website blocker on your your computer, those are kind of basics. But the next step is to think of a motivation. So actually, I was just talking about this on my Instagram today. Say it's Sunday night. And you always have Sunday night dinner with your family. But on this Sunday, you have a project that you put off and put off, procrastinated, that's due Monday morning. You've got to rush through dinner and get back to your office so you can figure, you know, finish on that project. So the next time you want to go scroll social media, Mm -hmm. if that's your motivation, you need to know that and think of that empty dinner table, that dinner table with your empty seat sitting there waiting for you and your family having dinner without you. So find what it is that motivates you. That's, that's key. Mm. And then another thing for procrastination um, is this is super boring, but project planning. Yeah. It's, it's super boring, but if you sit down and you say you want to launch your course, Mm. okay. That's such a broad goal. What does that mean? When you sit down to your work at your desk, 9 a.m. Monday morning, launch my course, what what are you doing when you sit at your desk? Are Mm -hmm. you designing your website? Are you putting together together your email? Um, You know, so you've got to really break it down into the little, and a lot of people struggle with that. So that's what I help people with is to break it down into the, to the quarterly, monthly, weekly, daily goals. Yeah. Because if you don't have yeah. that clarity, of course, you're going to procrastinate. Yeah. Your mind doesn't know where else to go. Yeah. Love it. Okay. Wow. Can I unpack that? Because I think there's yes. some really good points Please. there. Okay. Yeah. Cool. 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 <laughs> so yeah, hundred percent. I'm the same. I love productivity. That's why I'm so, so excited to have you on. Um, and yeah, I procrastinate myself. So I look at any single little tip or, or hack I can to, to get out of it. And even though you mentioned some simple ones, like I feel like a lot of people um, even don't do them. It's only been recently, actually, that I've found out how to turn all the notifications off on my computer. So now I yeah. don't get any, they come up, but they, they don't, they're not rare. I don't, there's no sounds, you know, so I can be working on something previously. Oh, I'd get a ding for an email better go and check that email, you know, then I'll go back to work. Then I get a ding for a Facebook message. All right. Let me go and check that Facebook message. I get a ding for a text message. I go there. And, and also what I found, and I read this somewhere as well, where you may think it's just a five minute job, right? You may just think, Oh, I've got to check and reply to this email. I'll do it now. It takes five minutes, but actually it's longer because you were in the zone before. You know, it might take you 10, 15 minutes to get in the zone, you know, to do some, whatever it is you're doing. And then you get out of that zone you go and check that email for five minutes, it's going to take you 15 minutes to get back in the zone again. So it's not just the, the five, 10 minutes to check that email. It's the five, 10 minutes to check that email, plus that 15 minutes to get in the zone, you know, all of right. a sudden you're behind there. So I think that's a um, an important one. Website blocker, is that, uh, I'm not actually familiar with that. Is that similar to turning the notifications off on your- They actually have several, um, cold turkey is the one that, 
I am familiar with, but there's plenty of them out there. Um, that one's a, a paid app, but it'll actually, you can define, say you don't want to go on social media. Say you need oh, to write gotcha. your email yep. Yep. Um, campaign. Yep. It won't allow you to go to Instagram, Facebook, uh, if you tell it to block that. You so actually you, have you to turn say, your computer off and turn it back on again. Gotcha. So it's delaying that, you know, do I really want to do that? Is it really worth me shutting everything down? So it, it's just an extra another level. Yes. Love that. And I love it. Um, I heard this back in high school, actually, you know, with, with this is getting a little bit off topic, but it's the same sort of thing of, in terms of like putting you in the position, like there was a big problem in, in my high school of like um, at the time anyway, of like the boys getting drunk and cheating on their girlfriends. Uh -huh. The excuse was essentially, Oh, I was drunk. You know, what, what could I do? You know, I didn't know what I was doing, yada, yada, yada. And a speaker came in and the speaker's like, well, Hey, if you know that, if you, if you get drunk and you're hanging around with other single women, there's a potential that that's going to happen. Don't freaking put yourself in the position. You know? right. <laughs> Don't go out and get drunk and hang around with other single. You know, it's the same sort of thing. If you know that you're on your computer and emails are going to pop up and Facebook are going to come up and it's going to stop you from doing work. Well, you know, stop that stuff from happening. And right. even if it's a matter of, and you may speak to this a bit later, if it's in terms of, you know, kids and family and that sort of stuff as well, but it could be that same sort of thing there, you know, put yourself in a position where, you know, you can go here and, and do X amount of work. So I think that's important there. And yeah, the motivation, I think, uh, my background's actually in fitness and it's very okay. similar right. with fitness as well, right? Like if you were to say to someone, all right, hey, um, let me think of the best way to put this. Yeah, so let's say I was to say to you, all right, right, Jennifer, you know, your goal is to cut out food that tastes good for the rest of your life and eat food that tastes bad for the rest of your life. Yeah, no, <laughs> you're only you. going to last so <laughs> yeah. doing that, right? Um, but if I can sort of put it a different way, be like, hey, Jennifer, you know, these foods, they nourish you. You have these foods here. You've got so much more energy. Your skin's better. You look better. You're fitter. You're stronger. You're healthier. You're off the medication. How good would it be to have these foods here? All of a sudden, you know, it's a lot, um, lot sexier, right? It, 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 right. A lot um, uh, more attractive, you know? And then same thing the other way, you know, if you're like, hey, you know, the, these foods that you're having here, Jennifer, all these chocolates and burgers and, and fries and high sugary food, this is what happens to your body when you have them, you know, you get fat, you get cholesterol, you get high blood pressure, you get diabetes, you know, yeah. all of a sudden yeah. you associate that, that thing that you used to, and I'm not saying, I'm not having a dig at junk food, right? I have the odd pizza, <laughs> I love it, but just, you know, if you want to motivate yourself, it's, it's right. easier to think of that, that bigger picture. Um, and even the external side as well, there was, uh, I'm a big Tony Robbins fan. Do you, do you, I love, love Tony Robbins. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's got, uh, in one of his books, he's got this, this story that he tells these two women that were trying to lose weight and it was like, right, you know, we're going to go to the gym every single day. And you know, they go like three days and they give up like two days later, you know, <laughs> and, um, they put a challenge on themselves. I don't, I don't, I think maybe Tony Robbins was coaching him and he's like, all right, what we're going to do ladies the first one that misses the gym session has to eat a whole can of dog food, right? That was funny. And they just yeah. went like three months straight without missing yeah. a session and reached their goal there just because there was that extra little bit of, of motivation there. Right. Used a nicer one, said, hey, dinner with your family. You don't use dinner with your family. Yeah. But, you know, there are sort of um, you know ways you can manipulate that as well. Well, even it. if you have a photo or something to really visualize it, the more visual I think you can make it, the better. Yeah. Hundred percent, and I've seen, um, uh, yeah, and I guess another example with that as well. I've seen Tony Robbins do some interventions with this sort of stuff, 
Um, but even an example that I think I can't remember if he gave this example, someone gave it. It's like, and I've had this myself. Do you have this drink called um, Jaeger bombs in America? Do you know what they are? I've heard of it. It's like Jägermeister. Yeah, Jägermeister and Red Bull. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I used to love them, you know? And then when I was a teenager, I, I went out and had, you know, a few too many of them. And I just was throwing up all <laughs> night, you know, out in the, the floor of the, the, the club, you know, and like now I can't even smell a Jaeger bomb without getting ready to throw up because I've just right. associated that negative thing with it, you know? Right. So if you can... Our minds are crazy things. Exactly. Yeah. So there's that there. And then you mentioned the, the planning. I'm a huge planner as well, down to the hour, actually. So I, oh, I do exactly yeah. what you did. Hey, what's my goal? What's my life goal? That's what I start with, you know? Right. That's like, where I encourage my, my clients to start with too. Yeah. yeah. Define your roles in life. Yeah. And think of it from the end going backwards. Reverse yeah, exactly. engineer it. Because yeah. otherwise it's like, well, what am I doing this for? You know? like Yeah. It's not really going to help me get to my life goal. What's the freaking point, you know? Right. So, you know, I, I start bigger. What's my life goal? Great. Here's what I'll get in life, you know, or it's, yeah, life goal. And then I sort of, okay, in five years, where do I want to be? Right. To get there in five years, what have I got to be by the end of the year? Right. By the end of the year, if I want to get to the end of the year, where have I got to be in, what do I even do? Yeah. Monthly from there, I guess. It's like, right. Here's the end Quarterly. Goal. Quarterly, well, yeah, and then mine sort of depend on my goals, I guess. But yeah, let's okay. even on with quarterly yeah. might be easier, right? Yeah. Let's say, right, you know, I've got to get, um, you know, here in the end of the year. Cool. You know, where have I got to get by this quarter? To get to this quarter, got to get to it this month. Okay. To get this month, what have I got to do this week? Okay. To right. get this week, what have I got to do tomorrow? And I feel like it, it might sound like a lot of work, but I feel it's only the short, the way I look at it anyway. Like my yearly goal or my life goal hasn't changed in a few years, you know? I might, I might right. slightly edit it, but you know, you don't have to sit down and do that every single night. Once you've no. got your, your big ones, they're in play. And let's say, for example, um, if I'm going to check what I'm going to do tomorrow, I look on my wall, I've got my weekly goal, what I need to achieve by the end of the week. So it's like, all right, what haven't I done this week yet? Right. This is what I've got to do tomorrow. Go, you know, and then at the end of the next, next week, it'll be like, all right, you know, where am I on my month goal? Okay. Now I do this week here. And it's just, um, I feel once you've, once you've got that bigger picture, it's easier and right. you, you don't need to spend a huge amount of time of planning. It may be, I don't know, whatever, 20, 30 minutes a day. It's like, all right, where am I at? What have I got to do tomorrow? But even that I find if I spend 20, 30 minutes the day before planning my day for the next day, I'll get more done. And it's like, it's, it's, and that, that actually sounds silly the way I put it, but sometimes it can, you can, you can think, well, hold on. I've got so much to do. I don't have time to plan, you know, right. I've only got and it's the hours. opposite. It's yeah. It's like, yeah. well, actually, if yeah. you take stuff, take, you know, 30 minutes out of your busy stuff and plan, you'll actually get, it'll, it'll be better for you. It's not going to, you know, and it's, yeah, I'll get your opinion on that. You'd agree with that, right? Absolutely. No. And I think, uh, I, key component, at least for me and, and something I teach is I try to do a weekly planning session and yeah. sit down and look and see 
as a mom, I have doctor's appointments for my kids yep. and, you know, stuff, doctors for myself, school functions, all that. And so I have these blocks in my day and I have to just move them around. So say my daughter has an eye exam tomorrow during the time I normally plan my social media. Well, wow. maybe I have to stay up a little bit later tonight yeah. to wow. get that done so I can take her to that eye doctor's appointment. But mm -hmm. if you don't sit down and look at it the night before or the, the Sunday before, you're running around like a chicken with your head cut off when, mm -hmm. you know, the reminder comes up on your calendar app that it's time to go to take your kid to the, the eye doctor. So yeah, that's huge. And, and actually this leads me a little bit to the freebie that I have is, is oh, reflections. Yeah. Yeah. So that's part of my weekly process too, oh, yes. is if something comes up for me, I use a, a paper planner, but whatever, you, if you use a, your cell phone, whatever kind of note app that you use i just make a note when things go wrong yeah and then i sit and i i celebrate my wins i yep. use reflection time each week yeah. to look at what i did well how i made progress on my goals how can i repeat that and what went wrong and what can i do to and sometimes you can't control it yeah. right like yeah. Yeah. You know, your kid gets sick and you have to go to school and pick them up and you're not working for the rest of the day. There's nothing you can do about that. Yeah. But if, like I said, like at the eye exam, if I didn't plan that out oh. and all of a sudden I don't have my social media planned out for the following week, well, I, I could have planned that better. Yeah. So reflection is, it's, you can do it with your life goals. You can do it with your monthly goals. There's so much to learn in the wins and the failures. Yeah. Um, if you just five, 10 minutes, that's really all you need. Um, and so what I have in my freebie is just a list of prompts, um, a really thorough, it goes, I think yearly, monthly, weekly, daily, if you wanna get that deep into it with reflection prompts, um, just some things to think about to get you started. 100%, I'll put that yeah. link in the show notes for everyone listening and you can download that. And yeah, let's spend a minute there on, on reflection. I I actually love failing, you know, it's like, I feel it's the best way to learn. And it's like, uh, and I feel everyone's going to fail anyway, right? I don't know anyone out there that lives a perfect day every yeah, single day. Yeah, of course. Life, you know? yes. and, and it probably doesn't exist because even if you do do your perfect day, you're probably going to be like, you know what? Maybe if, you're probably going to shoot for better. You're like, eh, that's easy. This perfect day is easy. How can I get even more done? Or how can I get it done in even less of the time? You know, and I think the only way to get better is to sit down and be like, all right, hey, why didn't I get this done? Where did I stuff up? all right, hey, I stuffed, don't get depressed over it. Don't, don't, you know, kill yourself over it and be like, oh, I'm such a loser. You know, I can't get stuff done. Just sit down and be like, okay, I didn't get it done. Why didn't I get it done? Okay, I spent too much time on social media. So let me, you know, turn social media off. Or, okay, why didn't I get it done? Okay, I got a phone call and spoke for half an hour. Okay, let me turn my phone off there. Or, you know, whatever it may be. If you sit down and, and you realize, um, you know, why it didn't work, then that's that's the way to get better. And I, right. I, my, what I sort of do there is I spend actually about an hour a day the, the, the night before sort of doing this sort of stuff, right? I'll sort of sit down and I'll use similar to what you said before, where I'll, I'll sit down, I'll write down on my, on a piece of paper, just, you know, five o'clock till 9am, they're the hours I'm awake. Um, I'll, I'll put in my non-negotiables, you know, hey, I'm going to read for an hour every morning. I'm going to go to the gym. Here's any appointments or podcasts or whatever. So they're the things that are, you know, blocked out. They don't touch. And then I look at the goals and I sort of, you know, plug them in from there, 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 there. And then I, that'll probably take me 30 minutes to do that. And right. then I'll probably spend about 30 minutes reflecting and visualizing. Sort of like, okay, you know, what happened today? What could I have done better? 
but then also, okay, what does the perfect day look like tomorrow? I almost run it through in my head beforehand. Mm -hmm. So when I'm actually doing the day, it's like I've almost already done it. It's like Groundhog Day, you know? Yeah. Yeah. um, Did you do any visualizing yourself? I do. My visualization is usually when I'm getting ready in the morning. So I get up and I I have a morning routine as well. I meditate. I I always read. I'm a big reader. I journal um, and I do my affirmations. Um, And then I get my kids ready for school. And then I start getting myself ready for school. And I go through my day in my head and I see it and I try to look out for things that are going to throw me off too. I think it's a little twist. Like, what am I going to do if this happens? Like my son, he just got his Xbox taken away. Right. So he's going (laughs) through a, every time he walks in the door, I have a tantrum about an Xbox. So how am I going to handle that, you know, wine session today? Um, So I play not only the good, but how am I going to handle the the curveballs that come at me? Yes. Love it. And I think that's the, the most important part, you know, cause you can visualize the perfect day. That's great. I guarantee you it's not going to happen exactly how you put it in your head. So if you can right. predict some of those and the reason why I relate so much with that is my background is in sales as well. And in sales, you're going to get objections. Even if you do the perfect phone call, you get on the, it's the perfect person for you. There's going to be an objection and you need to sort of preempt that beforehand you know before you get right. on the phone you got to be like all right if this person says this what do i say if they say this what do i say because if you're just sort of hoping that you know when that time comes and there's some sort of divine intervention and you know th- the perfect answer goes into your mind on the spot it doesn't happen you know so yes. it helps to, to prepare before so all right cool we got some good tips there we've got um, pro- um uh, procrastination is obviously the biggest one we've got some tips over that um reflection can help us as well. One more problem that you see, Jennifer, or one more tip that you could give the the listeners? So one tip is burnout. Mm -hmm. So my my business is called Life After Busy, right? And you're not going to live a full life if you're living on overdrive Mm -hmm. when when you're burnt out. So, so many people, especially moms, Mm -hmm. but any kind of creative is just cramming it, cramming it. They have more in their plate than they have time in a day, right? Um, And they don't take breaks. And think about a time when you were working and you were so burnt out, you just don't see the big picture, right? So to get up just every hour, I actually have an old school hourglass that I keep by my by my um, computer. And when that goes off, just get up for five minutes and get the blood flowing in your head, just maybe walk to get a cup of coffee, refill yeah. your water. And you're going to come back and look at that problem with a whole new mind. Mm-hmm. It's really going to give you the energy to move forward and, and get through your day. And then to take a larger break, maybe just a lunch. I, I'm yeah. guilty of it too. I've worked through my lunch. I've, at, I've ate at my desk. Um, but I really try to just take 20 minutes and, and walk away mm-hmm. um, because that's what's going to give, if you don't have the energy and the fuel, of course, you're going to get burnt out. You're not going to create, you're not going to have the drive. It's like a, an Indy car going around and around. You have to make pit stops, right? To fix the tires and refill the oil. If you don't make those pit stops, there's no way you're going to win the race. So hourly breaks, a longer midday break, Mm. and then, um, 
a refocusing practice. So every time I sit down to start another hour work session, I kind of just take a few breaths, let go of whatever was happening and focus kind of set of an intention. So if I'm going to write, I'm thinking I want to be prolific. I want to be inspiring. And just that takes seconds, right? Mm -hmm. It's, it's, Mm -hmm. it's a super simple, quick thing to do. Yes. Love all those tips. Agree. I guess, um, let me see if I can piggyback. Yeah. And you know what? A lot of that comes back to my background in fitness as well, where I think fitness plays an important part in that too, where I feel, because another common um, objection with fitness is I, is I don't have time. Hey, I'm yeah. so busy. I don't have time. And in my experience, I actually, let's just say, let's just say I'm going to work for eight hours a day as an example, right? And I could sit down at my computer and work for eight hours a day, um, or I could work for four hours, do an hour of exercise, and then work for three hours. I will get more done in those seven hours than I would if I just went eight hours straight, simply because, you know, I'm getting my body moving, I'm having the break, there's all the benefits of exercise, the endorphins, like all those things going on. So I think the important thing there is, yeah, it's, it's, you're going to get, it's not about the time, it's about the productivity. And, you know, let's say I'm working for eight hours, and Jennifer's working for six, that doesn't mean I'm getting more done just because I'm working more hours. Jennifer can get just as much done with all her strategies and tricks in six hours as what I can in eight. So I, I, I think that's an important message there. And there's a way to, there's this book I just started, stopped reading called Hyperfocus by Chris Bailey. I don't know if you're familiar with it, um, but he talks about how we get into flow, how mm. we get into the zone. Yep. And when you're in flow, you know, everything's coming. It's almost like this transcendental work phase, right? But those breakthrough thoughts that you have on whatever project you're working on, they don't usually come when you're sitting yeah. at your desk. Yeah, love it. They come when you're taking a, when you're out for a yeah. run, when you're yeah. taking a shower. Yeah. So you've <laughs> I was, I was just going to say that. That's mine, the shower. Yeah. <laughs> your brain has all these little dots, right? And, and when you're not focusing specifically on that problem Mm. that's when your brain is processing that in the background and connecting those dots and that's when you come and and he calls it scatter focus Mm. that's when you find your your breakthrough moments and you get those breakthrough thoughts love it well um hey jennifer i could talk about all uh this with you all day but i know we want to be sensitive of of your time there's a couple questions that i always like to finish up with Um, the first one is around mentors so I'm curious to who your mentors have been over the years. If it can be in, in productivity and time management, that would be great. But if not, in general, is okay as well. Um, and if you could answer it in a few different ways, a mentor that you've paid money to and you've done their, their program or you've you know paid for their coaching or their course, whatever it is, uh, a mentor that you haven't paid money to, but you know you watch them on YouTube, you, you know follow them on Instagram, whatever it may be. And then a book or two that you recommend everyone should read if they want to get better at productivity and, and time management. Okay. What can you tell us there? Absolutely. So Marie Forleo's B-School oh, yes. was something that I did just last year. Um, mm. And she's more about online business, um, yep. but she does have a whole um, course within B-School that is on productivity and, and project management. So highly recommend her. Um, mm. That was a great course. Mm. Another one that I follow is Brendan Bruchard. Yes. I don't know if, are you familiar with him? Yes. Um, 
love, and I'm actually considering joining his, his growth day is his new mm. um, platform that's out there. So love Brendan. Uh, I've taken a lot of my ideas about break time from him and how to refuel energy. That's he's an amazing guy. And then what was the last one again? I'm sorry. Uh, books. Books. Yes. Oh, so many books. I love <laughs> books. Um, Hyperfocus, the one I just finished reading, um, was really amazing about how our brains work and how you can get into flow and how it's important to take the breaks and ways to eliminate distractions. Another one that um, goes into a lot of the productivity styles that I we started off discussing is Work Simply by Carson Tate. She actually designed that um, productivity assessment on the Harvard Harvard Business Review website. So she that's an excellent book as well. Awesome. All right. Cool. Well, Jen, that's pretty much all I wanted to get through today. Is okay. there anything I should have asked you but forgot to? Or I don't think so. I think we went through a lot of it. We talked about, you know, reflection, procrastination, designing your environment, finding your right style. I mean, I can go on and on for hours, so <laughs> I'll stop there. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for your time, Jen. For everyone listening, make sure to go and follow Jen on Instagram. I'll put her, her link down in the show notes. And also, if you want to get her reflection cheat sheet, I'll also put the, the uh, link in the show notes as well. Jen, thanks very much for your time. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please share it with your friends. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Check out the show notes for more free resources on how to sell more of your online courses.